Hey, Camp Kids. Welcome back to the Camp Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Bob, and I'm on a mission to bring together a community of camp people from all around the world. Whether you are currently in your camp career or it's been a while since you've been at camp, when you're with us, you're at home. Pip joins us on the podcast today to tell us about her camp experience from being an international camp counselor to now the assistant camp director at Camp Sacagawea. Pip is going into her 10th summer now and also helps other international staff become counselors through camp leaders. Pip was a part of my first encounter with international staff at summer camp. And I know you will enjoy hearing about her experience. So without further ado, let's meet Pip. Welcome to the Camp Kids podcast. I'm so excited for you to be here. Now, I know who you are, but I would love for you to tell us who you are and where you're speaking to us from today. Yeah, so my name is Pip. That is my, my real name is Mary Claire and I'm from Leicester, England. So I'm so excited to be uh, asked to come on to this podcast and share my summer camp journey. Woohoo! I'm so excited for you to be here too. Now, our listeners have heard your name come up over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> so I'm sure they are just excited as I am too. Now, for those of us who might be from the States or other parts of the world, could you describe kind of where Leicester, England is for us? Yeah, so Leicester, England, we are classed as the East Midlands. So we're kind of in the middle of England, basically, to put it in simpler terms. And I'm probably about half hour north of London so kind of located perfectly in the middle of England kind of nice for people to commute to from different places so yeah very cool very cool well let's dive into some about your camp experience can you describe your first ever camp experience for us and how did that go yeah, so I was never fortunate to, enough to be a camper at a camp anywhere, really. So my first camp experience was way back in 2014, and I signed up to a um, international summer camp agency that sent people to go all across America to different camps. And this agency works with over 500 camps, so I was very fortunate enough to end up where I end up going, um, and I was picked by Girl Scouts Greater Iowa, as more specifically Camp Sacagawea in Boone, Iowa. And I was just 19 at the time and I headed off on a plane, not knowing anyone, not knowing location, Iowa. And I have just never looked back since. It's just been a fantastic opportunity that I will never regret. So I've just had so many fantastic opportunities working there. Oh my gosh. I love that you shared that. I remember meeting you in 2014 because yep. <laughs> that was my first summer going up to Camp Sacagawea and my first time ever seeing international staff. I would love wow. for you to kind of walk through the process of what made you decide to come to camp and become an international staff member. Yeah. So the year before 2014, we had just gone on a family holiday to Orlando and I just remember falling in love with America and thinking, I want to come back, but I want to do something productive and I want to do something meaningful, not just go on a holiday. So during a, a career fair at my university, which was the University of Leicester, uh, camp leaders had a, and they talked about it and I just saw this big American flag and I said to myself, I need to go over there and speak to these people. I need to see what this is all about. And they explained that they were an international hiring agency and they sent 
thousands, and I mean thousands of candidates from the UK, from, and they sent you off to camps in America and to have a fantastic summer, really. One of what they call a cultural exchange. So obviously for a summer camp in America, that is very much a culture shock for us because we don't have summer camps like you do in America. So from the minute I stepped through the gates, I knew this is something I've always dreamt of doing and not even realizing that I wanted this in life. They're a fantastic agency, provide the best opportunities. It's a very easy process for lots of international staff to do. You start off with a smaller interview with a local person and then camp directors can find you online through a huge database and it's based off skills availability personality you know whether you would fit well in at that camp and with other people and other staff members and then they hire you you get your visa you go down to london to get your visa and away you go in the summer it does sound like it's a bit of a process to be able to make that yes. happen, but it sounds like it's definitely <laughs> worth it. There's Absolutely. someone that I follow and also has her own podcast. She goes by Brit in the Six. I don't know if you're familiar with her. She's also from England and she now lives in Canada. She works for the camp that's out there and had a very similar experience to yours. I think almost at about the same time frame. I think her first time going to summer camp was in 2013 and now like lives out in Canada. And she actually has her own podcast on how to be an international camp staff person and like how to walk you through the embassy appointment and what to pack and all of that good stuff. I mean, it's, it's really interesting. I love it so much. I can't remember yeah. what agency she went through. You said yours was camp leaders, correct? That is correct. Yes. Right. So if anybody who's listening is interested, definitely check out camp leaders. They will help you out so much. Talk to us a little bit about all of the different summers that you've been at. So this would be my 10th summer going back and I started off as a general counselor for my first three years and throughout that I also became a lifeguard too because I thought you know why not as well on top of just being a general counselor and then in 2017 I became the pool director at camp and that was a fantastic experience I was able to take care of more of lifeguards you know with the safety of campers all day long which was really fulfilling and watching them have fun in the pool and seeing them just be safe seeing as for all campers at Camp Sacagawea so that was fantastic and sometimes watching them become more confident then in 2018 I was able to go up to the leadership team and on the leadership team I first started off as business director so I was able to look after the training post and ensure that all monies were handled correctly and make sure the kids get there. Then I became unit director, looking after other staff members, um, making sure that the unit leaders had their activities prepped and just overall looking at the campers themselves and making sure they're all having fun. Then unfortunately COVID hit, just a few small things, but I was very fortunate enough to do that and I really liked being a part of that. I did that with my sister who was also a camp counsellor at Camp Sacagawea some few years ago and we did whole American theme over the 4th of July. We made different foods that were in the shape of the American flag and everything like that and as some people know me I love America so I absolutely love doing that. <laughs> um, and then for the past two summers I have been the assistant camp director at Camp Sacagawea and that has just been an amazing role which I have absolutely loved. I have a great support system 
at Camp Sacagawea, not only the camp director, Rafiki, but also all the different people that I've worked with in the leadership team as well over the years. It's been absolutely fantastic. And I am also going back this summer as assistant camp director as well. So I'm ready to be back and back in that role that I absolutely love doing. That's amazing. I can't believe this will be year number 10 for you. I mean, that's that's a decade. That's so much. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Thank you. So <laughs> I have obviously interviewed a lot of Camp Sacagawea staff on this podcast mm-hmm. and every single one of them sings your praises, especially through this last summer of you being the assistant camp director and kind of handling things a lot yourself. I've just heard so much great things about how your leadership really shown through this summer. So appreciate that. It warms camp- my heart to hear that. <laughs> they are very, very lucky to have you. I'd love to know the story behind your camp name. Would you mind sharing that with us? Absolutely. So when I first stepped off the plane, I know we've, you've already had Taffy on as a guest. She was one of the ones who picked me up from the airport and she had actually already named me without knowing me. And she saw my name as my real name is Mary Claire and that is a magazine. And she had already named me as Mags. So she wanted to call me that. But obviously, as we all know, it sticks around, whether it's in the camp world or the real world. So you have to be sure that you want to go with that name. So she will always joke around that I will always be Mags to her. But when I did eventually get to camp, there was another few people that came up to me and said, you really look like Pippi Longstockings because I've got long ginger hair. And they said, I think you should be Pippi Longstockings. And I'm thinking, that's a really long name to go around all summer. So we sat there for a little while and we shorted it and shorted it till it came to Pip. And I think that it really suits me well. And some people still call me Pippi or different variations, but Pip is my go-to name. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love that so much. (laughs) Thank you for sharing. Some of us Missouri Heartland crew were gallivanting through Camp Sacagawea. Did you ever meet my friend Smooth? I did, yes. You both are very fair-skinned, and you both managed a pool. (laughs) And probably got the most sun exposure (laughs) out of your time. It it was hard at times, but I definitely pushed through, so. (laughs) Oh my goodness, that's just funny. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You had talked about when you were coming over as your first time being an international camp staff person, you were talking about getting hired by GSGI, the Girl Scouts of Greater Iowa, as an international mm-hmm. staff. Is Camp Sacagawea the only camp in that council that has international staff? Or did you actually have an option to go to some other camps? Camp Sacagawea was the first and only camp that, that approached me. And I knew straight away that that was the camp for me. There sometimes is options that people can pick over time but I knew as soon as I had my interview I knew this was going to be the right camp for me. I know that GSGI has another camp up in northern Iowa. It's Camp Tanglefoot and they also hire international staff too. Camp Sagadria approached me. I had my heart set right from the interview. I knew this would be a great place to be and look at me 10 years on so. (laughs) Yeah absolutely. Yeah I guess I never made the conclusion that of course, Tanglefoot might also have international staff too. I haven't been out to Tanglefoot yet. So 
that's it's, it's a really nice camp by the lake as well it's it's a much smaller camp to camp sacagawea but it's a very nice camp in a, in a nice location too well my next question is what keeps you coming back to camp and i want to add another thing onto it since this is your 10th summer at camp sacagawea <laughs> what keeps you coming back to camp sac summer after summer yeah so it's a very good question and i get asked this quite a lot i really think it's the community feel um it's the way that have that same feeling it's really the community feel um and the way things are done at camp as well each camp across america really has their own ways of doing things but camp sacadria has it really just pulls me on the heartstrings of coming back and knowing i can help other people as well and honestly really seeing even though we never have the same staff seeing the campers come back year after year as well and recognizing you really makes you feel wanted and valued and knowing that you've made an impact on them too in some way whether that just be through conversation or helping them having that yeah I've always been very interested to know so who were some people from camp that have inspired you and what did they do to do that this is a very difficult question I have encountered a lot of different people over the years that I feel I've made a great connection with and have helped me to be the person I am now Rafiki and Kite they definitely as they mainly were part of always part of the leadership team as when I was in a general counselor and they always made me feel valued and I was used to be very quiet shy in my first few years as you probably remember way back in 2014 but camp really helped me to be the person I am today whether that being confidence or taking care of people listening to people leadership skills and I definitely think that myself growing up and then working alongside them in the leadership team definitely helped me become better at what I do using you know how they do things and watching them, observing them doing their things as well and kind of seeing how they do things and replicating that into my style of working. What a great duo too. And you and Ricky are also a great duo as well. (laughs) (laughs) What is the most important lesson that you've learned from camp? Again, many different lessons, but I think my main one would be just to be yourself. Everyone is unique. Everyone brings something to camp in a different way, whether that be small, whether that be big, and to believe in yourself as well. We all have goals and we all have things that we want to achieve in our lives, whether that be short-term goals, long-term goals. Focusing on that and knowing you can do it, whether that be in a short amount of time or over a period of years, definitely just keep your mindset strong because you can do it. Everyone can achieve their goals in some way you will reach your goals and just being yourself you can be that person camp accepts you for who you are no matter how eccentric you are or how quiet you are you just to be you just to be you I love that thank you when I think about my camp experience never did I think I would blank would make so many connections with people across the world really I've met so many people from different countries working at camp that work in different states connections with Girl Scouts of Greater Iowa staff members in the office and beyond as well so through people's families and you know I've got so many great bonds uh, that I all class as my second family really and they don't necessarily have to work at camp so that for me is very fulfilling and I have just so many connections in different ways I've never thought about it like that the whole 
connectedness so thank you for yeah sharing. people seem to be connected to this one to this one to this one so it yeah. all builds up <laughs> what do you do when you're not at camp i currently work in an office as an office manager in a small company in my hometown and i just do emails and telephone calls and kind of do the general running of of the office but i also my the second part is more, more exciting. I also work part-time for Camp Leaders, which is the agency that sent me to America. And I actually am an interviewer. So I interview people from the UK, Ireland, Germany, Spain, France, and a lot more other European countries that want to go to America, just like myself all those years ago. And I interview them and I make a connection with them about why they want to do that and you know what camp would suit them best and I then write up a report ready for the camp director so they can get hired so I love that part of my job. Wow how long have you been doing that for? I have now been doing that for four years now so. Oh my yeah. gosh I didn't realize that that's incredible and what a great way to still stay connected but also be a part of the organization that helped you get over here as well that's amazing Absolutely. and I can now, answer so many questions too about what's it like and the pros and cons just like with everything working internationally and it's hard times at missing home but by making connections with other people at camp you can work through that just like any American could get homesick it's not just international staff but there's ways of working through it to make sure you get the most out of your summer camp experience Absolutely. I mean, our campers get homesick and they don't get yeah. that far away. I haven't even thought about that. So that's very yeah. interesting. Now, I think I saw on Facebook that Stitch is working for an organization too. Is she working for Camp Leaders? That is correct. Yes, she okay. is working for Camp Leaders too. She works in the head office and I do remote. So I don't have to go into the office to do what I do. I can do it pretty much from anywhere. I do it from home, but I could pretty much do it from anywhere. Worked at Camp Sacagawea and I'm assuming she now works full-time for camp leaders. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Wow. I was going to also ask about your conference experience. You just got an opportunity to go to an amazing conference in Orlando. Would you mind telling us or telling our listeners a little bit about that as well? Definitely. I was very fortunate enough to be able to go this amazing and influential speakers as well, talking about lots of different aspects of summer camp, whether that be through their own experience of summer camp or helping out at a camp somewhere. They were able to share their own personal stories whilst also helping us reflect on our own experience and how we can improve our summer camp experiences this upcoming summer and beyond. So I was able to go to different sessions and there was so many se sessions you couldn't go to. It was, it was impossible to go to all of them. You obviously had to narrow it down. But there was anything from welfare of campers, welfare of staff, how to make connections with others, new staff training games, things like that. So I'm very excited to be able to bring some of these things that I learned to our own staff training. Uh, at the end of May, beginning of June, this upcoming summer. Then also more on serious notes, making sure that our staff feel welcome at the camp and different ways we can include everyone into the camping world. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. Now, this was through American Camp Association, correct? That's correct. Yes. Did they have anything specific for like Girl Scout camps or anything like that? They have different sections where they do stuff for 
Girl Scout camps, Boy Scout camps, YMCA camps, you know, all the different variations of camp. But they typically do that before the camping conference starts. So it's more kind of like the top directors that go to those kind of meetings. I mean, I met loads of Girl Scout staff from all across America within each session. And we got got loads of different connections going on. So it was pretty amazing to see how many Girl Scout staff members represented Girl Scouts themselves. Yeah, that's really neat. Because that's really probably the only place you'll get to see other people kind of doing exactly what you're doing. So definitely amazing. Definitely. I'm so happy that you got to have that experience. Oh, I'm very thankful for the opportunity. Definitely. If you could bring anything from camp into your everyday life, what would it be? I know it sounds really cliche, but um, more of just like the way we do things at camp so more of like the daily routine and to how we make friends and connections really because it can be hard to make friends and connections in our outside world but for some reason at camp it's so much easier to do that I think it's because we are put into this community feel and we're just thrown in there it's the best way to make connections with others and being away from social media and being away from the outside world it really gives you a sense of belonging and knowing who you really are within the camp world. So definitely the routine and different things like the traditions. And Absolutely right. It is completely different than what we expect people to do in the real world. And we expect them to do it a lot longer than eight weeks or nine weeks or however long the camp season is. So that's very interesting. Yeah. Well, my next question is, if you could change one thing about your camp experience, what would it be? I have absolutely loved every single minute of my camping experience and from not doing it as a camper I'm a little bit jealous of all the campers that come to our camps because I see how much fun they're having and how much it helps them in their real world so I don't think at this point I would change anything because I have loved facing all the different challenges I've faced I think without those I wouldn't be the person I am today. So beautifully put. Now did you grow up with any type of organization like girl guiding or anything like that when you were growing up yes so I was part of the girl guiding UK association it is kind of similar to girl scouts Uh, we don't do the amazing cookies though so I wish we'd done that I was part of the girl guides I ended up becoming a young leader through that too so I was very fortunate enough to help with the really young ones we call them rainbows and that's ages between five to seven years old and I was able to help with their weekly meetings and help them go on trips and help them just become young little great women yeah that's awesome I didn't realize you were part of girl guiding so I'm glad that you shared that with us was your sister also a part of that too and is that why she got interested in coming to camp with you as well she's been a part of it as well she also became a young leader she helped more with the older girls when she became a young leader so she helped with the with the guides so she became young leader and then she helped with the groups the weekly meetings for the guides so they're the older girls which are between 10 to 15 Uh, and then in the middle we've got the brownies which is seven to ten years old she actually came to camp sacagawea as a camper and she was a cit for two years at camp sacagawea she flew out when she was only 15 by herself uh, and then she worked at camp sacagawea for a year as as a general counselor unit counselor so she 
has had the best of both worlds, I would say. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's incredible. I can't remember. Did she come at about the same time as Ace did or did they do CIT's different years? No, she was she was there when, when Ace came. She wasn't there when Ace came as a CIT, but she came a few years later when Ace worked at camp. I'll go into my next round of final questions here. My first one of those is what is your favorite camp song? Now that's an easy question. <laughs> I can answer. <laughs> Although all camps, right, their their um campfire songs are amazing. But my favorite is the circle game. Definitely the circle game. Oh, I love that one so much. Well, what is your favorite camp meal? Say it's gotta be tater tot casserole. And that sounds very weird in my mm. British accent. So you know with the t's i have to pronounce the t's <laughs> <laughs> so but yes definitely tater tot casserole <laughs> yeah where i'm from it's tater tot casserole so. absolutely i i have a hard time trying to pronounce that in my british accent <laughs> no i say keep it the way you got it. <laughs> I love it i love it what is your favorite camp tradition it definitely has to be campfire, whether that be opening campfire, closing campfire, or any campfire in between. Definitely just the aspect of campfire and coming all together. Something about it is just so magical and special. I'm wanting this podcast to go on for a really long time and to grab people from other organizations into our community. Who should I interview next on the podcast? My uh, sister, Hey Hey. <gasps> yeah that would be awesome yeah <laughs> that would be wonderful thank you I appreciate that what do you find yourself missing the most from camp definitely being in the outdoors and just having that disconnection from the real world and being surrounded by friends whether that be new friends old friends just in that connection with others and being in like such a enclosed space being able to be yourself where can people find you if they want to contact you or even follow you yeah so i'm on both facebook and instagram so my facebook is my real name uh marie claire hines and my instagram is marie claire 0903 awesome thank you so much yeah. well do you have any final comments or thoughts or stories or anything that you wanted to share while you're here on the camp kids podcast i just think this is an amazing thing that you're doing i'm really happy that you started this out and i think it's gonna continue to grow and i hope it does for you as well and for all the people that are part of the camping world as well i think it's a great way to listen in the off season i've been following you since day one i love listening to it and just feeling back at camp really all right, Camp Kids, that was Pip. Make sure to contact them if you have any questions and check out all the links in the show notes. If you are enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Let's keep our Camp Kids community growing by spreading it to others who are also a part of the camp community. Please leave a rating or review, preferably a five-star rating so that others can find this podcast. Next week, we'll have another interview with someone who has really turned camp into their home life. So you'll have to stay tuned next week for that one. That's all that I have for you now, but remember, this is good night and not goodbye.